opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect the views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. As older adults with vision loss, we understand your fears, your frustrations, and feelings of isolation. The Alliance on Aging and Vision Loss is here to help you as you pursue the independent lifestyle you deserve. For more information, visit www.aavl-blind-seniors.org or call 916-995-3967 for more information. AAVL, a supporter of the ACB Media Network. California, Florida, Iowa, Texas, guide dog users, students, IT professionals, government employees. The American Council of the Blind has members in all 50 states and is actively engaged in a wide variety of activities. We advocate for the education, employment, and social inclusion of all blind and visually impaired Americans. We publish a monthly magazine. We hold an annual conference and convention and operate a multi-channel internet radio station. Check us out at acb.org. Together, we can do anything. Join me, Brian McCallan, on Speaking Out for the Blind. I interview blind newsmakers to inspire the population to go for their dreams. Speaking Out for the Blind airs Fridays at 8 p.m. Eastern on ACB Media One. Welcome to Speaking Out for the Blind. I'm Brian McCallan. Suncoast News reports that 33 blind and visually impaired teens attended a special prom just for them last May at the Lighthouse for the Visually Impaired and Blind in Newport, Ritchie, Florida. To talk more about this special event, Port Ritchie Lighthouse Chief Executive Officer Stephanie Pontlitz joins us. Hi, Stephanie. Hey, Brian. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Good, thank you. So tell us about yourself and the Lighthouse. So I am the CEO for the Lighthouse for the Visually Impaired and Blind. We have been in our community for 40 years this year. This fall was our 40th birthday. We Yay, service congratulations. Past- yeah, I know. Big deal, huh? We're going to have a yes. big party here in the fall. Oh. We're very excited. Um, and so we service Pasco, Hernando, and Citrus Counties. There are other lighthouses throughout the state, uh, but those three counties are where we focus our efforts with. And uh, we really work with folks who are visually impaired uh, from our brand new babies all the way up through our seniors. Oh, wow. That's a big age range. And there are lighthouses all over America, too. There are. So how did the lighthouse decide to hold this special prom just for blind and visually impaired teens? Yeah, definitely. It was an idea that came out... A while ago, I'm going to say over 10 years ago at this point, uh, maybe even longer than that. And it just stemmed from our teens not being able to participate to the level that they really wanted to at their local high school proms. So we saw that need. There's a group of exceptionally caring committee people that stepped up and said, we're willing to help. How do we make this happen for them and every year that committee still comes together and says okay who, who what do they committee? want how do they want it and we make it work who is this committee so the committee is made up of we have some board members we have some community members uh we have some corporations and local businesses that all come together to either help us with ball gowns um the hair and the makeup and the nails 
They help get us the limo so that they can take a little limo ride. They help us with decorations. They help us with desserts. It's it's a definite village. We'll we'll get into that preparation part in a second, but what was the differences between your prom and the teens' high school proms? Like, how were their high school proms not accessible enough? So, high school prom tends to be really crowded, uh, and so there's not a whole lot of space to maneuver, especially if you've got a cane or if um, you're needing to go around and find different spatial aspects. So, we do the prom in our multi-purpose room in our building, which is a very large room, can hold probably up to 60 people very comfortably. So having 33 kids plus some adults is not um, cramped in there. So this allows them, if they need a little space to dance and they take up a lot more than your um, average teenager, then they're welcome to do so. If they need to bump into something while they're dancing, that's okay. Everything is safe for them to do so. So we really, um, we make sure that the lights are at an appropriate level for them to be able to see each other. We make sure that if there's flashing lights or um, strobe lights, that it's something comfortable for all of the youth. Uh, and so we really make those accommodations based on the individual. And that's not something their local high schools tend to do. So over 30 of them dressed up rode this party bus, dined, danced, and mingled for the May 5th prom. How'd you get them dressed up and get their makeup on? So we partner with a local nonprofit called Marjorie's Hope. They do a Cinderella and Prince Charming project for all our local high schools for local high school students who can't afford prom gowns and tuxes. So we partner with them because they do have a huge facility of warehouses of dresses and tuxes that have been donated to them. So our kids get first pick of the litter. They get to go over before they open it up to the rest of the high schools, try on all the different dresses and suits and ties and get to pick out what they like. Then the night of the event, we pair up with Benet's Career Academy and all of the students who are learning makeup and hair and nails techniques so that they can make that their own business get to display their talents with our kids um, and they do their hair, they do their makeup for boys and girls and they do their nails and make them feel confident and beautiful and, and just pampered. And so uh, then we come back to the office and they go into the bathrooms and get changed into their ball gowns. And when they come out, you've got your Cinderella's and your Prince Charming's. So they dressed up, they rode the, oh, how about the party bus? How'd you get the party bus? So the party bus is pretty cool. Piggy Prince donates the party bus to us every year. They'll call a local limo company and get the biggest limousine they can get or a party bus that they can get so we can fit as many kids in there as possible. We do invite all the other lighthouse teens across the state of Florida, and we did have four different lighthouses participate this year. So we want them to be able to mix and mingle. So as they are coming as the party bus arrives, we have a red carpet and the kids come down the red carpet to the front door. We have volunteers lining both sides of the door, cheering them on. They're all dressed up and look beautiful. We're we're clapping for them. We're cheering for them. They load themselves into the party bus. And then the party bus kind of drives them around, similar to you would do if you left your home to go to your high school prom in a limo. They get that limo experience, too. Awesome. Um, how'd you cater all the food? 
So the Lighthouse's contribution to this is through donations. And so we do cater in the food. And then two of our committee members step up and they do our desserts. And they'll do cupcakes. And they also participate in our decorations, too. Ooh, cupcakes. Yum. So the prom really helped uh, the teens improve their social skills and make those lifelong friends. Talk a little bit about that. Yeah, absolutely. So like I said, we invite all the other lighthouses throughout the state. So it really gives them a chance to do something unique and special with other kids that are just like them. And the friendships and the bonds that are made through this event is really something special. We, Like I said, we had four participate this year, but it represented over six different counties throughout the state. And there are a few that have been coming year after year. So these kids have formed this bond, especially our seniors, who have now maybe had four proms together and really recognize each other. So hopefully when they move on, whether they're going to a specialty school or a trade school or whatever they're going to do in life, maybe they'll have somebody that they recognize down the road. Um, but the, it's really something incredible to watch when they're, when they're interacting with each other. It's, it's very, very special. Uh, what about the music? How did you get the music? I'm sure it had to be also clean. <laughs> yes, it does. The DJ Myrtle is our DJ. She um, gives us a very, very good discount. Um, she's been our DJ for a few years now. She uh, takes some requests from the children ahead of time so that she can make sure that it is edited versions and, and family friendly. Um, we are a teen prom. And as a local high school would, we make sure that it's uh, appropriate for everyone. And then she goes with today's, you know, pop hits and the Taylor Swifts of the world. So uh, she does a great job of keeping them moving and keeping them going. And there was a, a, a uh, what is that, a train, the Mexican train. I don't even know what you call it, where where they're dancing around and everybody follows like you would at a wedding. Um, And they were just following all at one point. Every single teen was in this train dancing around the, the room. It was it was really cool to watch. Uh, tell us more about their experience. What did they like the most about it? What was the most fun to them? So the highlight of the entire event is the crowning of our king and queen. So like you okay. would at a high school prom, we do have a prom king and a prom queen. And they get to vote. So they've spent all day with each other, um, getting their makeup done, getting their hair done, maybe having some pizza for lunch. Uh, and even knowing each other over the years. So they get to vote. It can be from any particular lighthouse. It doesn't have to be our local lighthouse that wins king and queen. It can be any team that attends the prom is eligible to win king and queen. And then our current reigning King Pithla, Steve Lucart, and our Queen Chasco, Julie Rogers, which are crowned at our biggest fundraiser for the lighthouse. They provide the sashes and the crowns. They are in charge of taking care of the votes and making sure everyone voted. Uh, this year we had a tie, so we had to vote a tiebreaker and we had our king and queen elected that way and so that is really the highlight of the event did the king and queen also win prizes no just the crown and the sash the and, and okay. bragging rights ah, okay okay because <clears throat> i know at uh our, our the council of the blind american council of the blind conventions whoever comes you know there's always door prizes 
Well, they do get little goodie bags. Uh, so thanks to one of our board members, Paul Fermani, and his daughter, Katie, who was also a teen in our program, uh, they donated little goodie bags. So everyone who attended prom got a goodie bag full of candy and toys and accessible different things that they could play with. So um, there were door prizes, but it was for everyone. Awesome. Uh, so everybody had a good time. Um were there any additional individuals you didn't mention that helped contribute to the prom's success? It sounded like you had a lot of donors. We do, and we're, we're really grateful for it because it, it makes things so much easier. It, it helps us to make the dreams of the, te- the teens come true. Uh, yeah, we were really grateful to have Kohl's, the department store. They provided us volunteers who helped us serve the food and um, also help dance with the kids, which was a lot of fun. And then we had a board member, Jamie Mick, who she was going to be home for a little bit of time for a personal thing. And she's like, do you have anything that I can be doing to help? And the kids had just sent me, and I say kids, the teens had just sent me this beautiful floral arch that looked super professional and expensive and they said can we have this and i was like so i sent that picture to her and i said well if you've got some downtime could you make this and she said sure thing and she did and that is the beautiful arch that we were able to take pictures of our king and queen under and people used it as a backdrop and now it's going to be a gorgeous uh staple to the future events as well Do you know of any other lighthouses or similar blind agencies that are offering proms like this around the country? Not that I'm aware of. This is the only one in the state of Florida I know because we invite all of them to come to ours. Um, So I know in at least in the state of Florida, we are the only one and we're happy to do that and continue to invite those teens to come join us. Uh, I would be happy if there are any others around the world or around the country we would love to learn what they're doing and doing different. And how can we continue to make this better for our teens? On a side note, uh, what else does the lighthouse offer uh, this special population besides the prom throughout the year? So we do have a beeping Easter egg hunt that we do for our littler ones, our zero to 12 year olds. Uh, And that is a special event that we do out in our sensory garden. And we have a, a, a big, beautiful garden on the side of our building. And the Lions Club donated us beeping Easter eggs. And so we invite the little ones with their siblings. And we hide the beeping eggs for the our clients. And we hide regular eggs for, our, for their siblings. And then they can go out in a very safe environment with mom and dad and not get run over or trampled on like they would at a, a huge community Easter mm-hmm. egg hunt. They can take their time and hunt for particular eggs and sounds. And then when they're done getting all their eggs, we'll trade them in for eggs with candy. And then we have a bunch of community members inside the building that are doing crafts and uh, games and other sorts of things to help engage the youth and their, their siblings too for Easter. So that's something special we do that's a little bit different for that population. Yeah, getting trampled on at those Easter icons, especially as a blind or visually impaired person, not fun. Oh, and especially if they've got other sensory or um, barriers, it can be very overwhelming. And so this allows them to do it in a place where we can really control uh, what's best for that little one so that they can have the best time possible. <laughs> That's good. Um, how about the adults? What programs do you offer the grown-ups? 
So with our adults, uh, we do our independent living skills. That's kind of been the heart of our agency since day one, where we teach them to stay independent in their home, cooking, cleaning, paying bills, sorting their dollars, all of that. But recently, since especially since the pandemic, we have had a major struggle with mental health. We've had several clients that have been battling depression, some even um, suicidal, and it's been heartbreaking. Mm. And so we really felt like we had to do something to address the mental health side of vision loss. So while we were teaching to adjust to the physical adaptations of losing your vision, we started a class in October that now adjusts uh, teaches to adjusting to the mental health side of that. And how do you deal with the grief and how do you deal with the emotions of losing your vision and having other people in the class that can talk about the same fears and the same concerns that maybe you've been having has really proven therapeutic and has become quickly our most popular class by majority of our seniors. And a lot of blind and visually, impe- and visually impaired people are in their homes a lot of the time. So they need this kind of help. But but they got to have a little fun, too, like the kids. Anything fun for them, too? For I'm sorry, which one? I miss- The adults. The adults. Yeah, so in between, we do have um, job training. Nothing super fun like the kids and the teens get, but uh, we definitely focus on job training for those adults who are wanting to stay in the workforce. So we have lots of opportunities for them, and we're continuously trying to find new ways to get them involved. And if they're not looking to work and they still just want to be socialized and have some fun, obviously they can still do any of our classes, but they can come in and volunteer. We have an audio book club that they can join. We have a support group that they can join. We have a socialization time so there's a lot of opportunity out there for our adults too okay because we can't leave them out now but um, no (laughs) when um so when is the next prom going to be held that is going to be in may of 2024 we have not solidified that date yet uh but it should be typically it's around the second to third week of may and are you going to make any changes to it add anything special we always try to do something a little different to set it apart from the previous year. So, oh, I would say maybe January-ish, the teens will get together and they will discuss what they want the theme to be. And they will discuss what they want the colors to be. And then they will pass that information along to me, who will then work with the committee to say, okay, um, this year they wanted the night in Paris. So they wanted the banquet halls to kind of represent like a king and queen's big banquet tables so they wanted them all in one long row so that it looked like big banquet halls like you would see in a vikings castle um as opposed to having them in squares and they wanted blue and gold so once we have all those details we will tweak it to their recommendations so how can our listeners learn much more about the lighthouse absolutely we would love to share our story with more people so our website is ldib.org, Larry Victor Indigo Bravo.org. Uh, and you can go on there where we are on Facebook, we are on Instagram. You can always call us at 727 815 and ask for Patty Porter, and she can kind of sort through what the caller is looking for, whether it's to donate, volunteer get more involved, get more information, or if there's somebody maybe who needs our services, we can go ahead and get them started in that process too. 
Patty Porter. Who's Patty Porter? Patty Porter is our development director. And so okay. she will be the one who can kind of filter through anybody's interests and make sure that the right person is getting the attention they need based on what they're looking to do with us. Now, if anybody does want to help or volunteer, like, for instance, at next year's prom, um, what do they do? What are the steps? So the steps would be, again, to reach out to Patty at any of those opportunities. You can email us, Facebook us, um, call us, all of that, and say, I would like to volunteer at the prom. I heard about you on Brian's show. And we would be happy to start that process. We'll talk to them about, okay, here's the dates. Here's the dress code. What would you like to do? Um, some people just have really great skills. We've had people who, um, are makeup artists that wanted to participate. So we can, we can get them that aspect too. But if they're just wanting to help serve or help us decorate or just come and see it, we, we welcome that. So how many years have you done this prom for? It has been a really long time. I'm going to say over 10 years, but it could be even longer than that. That's definitely a very long time, but it sounds like it's been very successful. Has your attendance grown and grown over the years? Oh, absolutely. For at least the first several years, it was just our teens. And so we do serve about 18 to 20 teens in any given year. And so it started out at about that size and, and not every teen participates, especially some of the younger ones, the, the 14, 15 year olds. But when you get our, our older ones, they definitely participate. And then we started inviting the other lighthouses and that just really blew everything up. And so we went from one lighthouse joining us to two lighthouse joining us. And now we're at four lighthouses combined. And so it's, it's grown exponentially over the years. Wow. This is amazing. Maybe as we discussed earlier, maybe other lighthouses will take this on. Yeah, we would love to. And we would love to share any resources we have for any lighthouse across the country that that would like to start it. We'd be happy to give them kind of our blueprint. And, you know, the more teens that can be experiencing something special, the better. This is amazing, Stephanie. Is there anything else you'd like to add? Well, I'd just like to say thank you, Brian. I mean, it's it's so important for us to get our story out and let people know the cool things that we're doing. And, and if there's Anyone out there who would like to be a part of this, we welcome that with open arms. And, you know, and if there's somebody out there who needs our services, it's important that they they reach out and know that we're here. So thank you to you uh, for for sharing this and, and letting people know that that we exist. We've been here for 40 years, but I still feel like we're a best kept secret sometimes. So we're we're so happy to have partners like you that can share our story out there in the world. And the best kept secret, one of the others being this prom. Yes. Yes. Stephanie, thank you so much for coming on the show today. And we look forward to hearing about more proms at multiple sites, hopefully across the nation in the coming years. That sounds great. Thank you, Brian. You're very welcome. Before we go, listeners, I welcome your comments on this program. Just visit and like me on Facebook at Speaking Out for the Blind or follow me on Twitter at Speak Out Blind or Speak Out for the Blind. You can also check out my website at speakingoutfortheblind.weebly.com. More information on today's show is posted there. Just look under the list of episodes and show news tab. In my show archive, it's at speaking-out-for-blind.pinecast.co. That's all for this edition of Speaking Out for the Blind. Thanks for listening, and remember to speak out. You are listening to ACB Media One.
also known as Mainstream, the flagship of the ACB Media Network. The ACB Media Network is a service of the American Council of the Blind. Please visit us at acbradio.org.